This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Garfield Bowen. Welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast. I have the pleasure of introducing Good Neighbor Cassidy Lotus with Lotus Law. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? I am well. We're excited to learn all about you and your business. Tell us about your company. So I own a law firm. Um, My law firm handles cases all over the state of Florida, Um, but I am native to this area. So I do have an office in Martin County in Jensen Beach and an office in Fort Pierce. And we handle most of our caseload is in the uh, you know tri-county area. So Martin County, St. Lucie, and New River counties, and a little bit into Palm Beach. And my firm specializes in providing personal injury services and estate planning. So personal injury is a large umbrella. Essentially, we handle all different types of cases. So starting from um, auto accident cases, all the way to like burn injuries, medical malpractice cases. Um, we handle uh, injury cases to vulnerable adults, so individuals with special needs. And um, really, I've been practicing now in that area for close to 10 years and not quite there, but almost there. And um, naturally, as my clients started and my cases started resolving and my clients started to get money, um, we, we thought about, well, ultimately there are a lot of these clients didn't have any protections in place. So they didn't have wills. They didn't have their powers of attorney. They didn't have their healthcare surrogates. They didn't have any of their documents together. So about five or six years ago, we started offering flat fee estate planning practices. So what that means essentially is that we have a menu uh, and uh, we offer certain draft documents that we can draft for our clients and we believe in flat fee. So instead of charging by the minute or hourly um, instead or on retainer, we say, hey, you need a will. We'll charge you X amount of dollars. And um, so now it's kind of we've been doing that now for close to I started my practice in 2018. So once the year turns about six years. So how do you get in the law profession? I mean, um, you know, I, I wanted to be a lawyer. I, I got my degree in accounting. And after reading all those books, I didn't I didn't want to read another book. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think actually accounting might be harder. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> I went to school locally. So I went to Clark Advanced Learning Center. And I was fortunate enough to graduate with my associate's degree from high school. And I went on to the University of Central Florida. So that's located in Orlando. Go Knights. And after I finished up my degree at UCF, I decided at that point I was 19 years old when I graduated college. So I I needed to do something. You you must be really smart. No, I mean, I'm 19. I'll say this. I just I work very hard. So. You know, I don't know if it's smarts or whatnot, but um, <laughs> at the end of the day, I, can, I will outwork anyone. But I graduated college early and I knew that I didn't want to be a doctor because I can't deal with, you know, blood and whatnot. Um, and I just was really thinking about like, well, what's my next step? So um, naturally, a friend of mine indicated that he was going to go to law school. My grandfather actually was an attorney. And for many years, I have an uncle that's an attorney. And so I thought, well, maybe that might be my next step. So I went to law school at Barry University School of Law. 
I ended up graduating a little bit early as well and took the bar, passed the bar. And then from there, it's just been a learning experience. Every single day is a learning experience. So the one thing, like you just said, like that you did accounting, you're like over school. If you truly are over school, I think being a lawyer is probably the worst profession to be <laughs> in because I try to explain it. It's like writing a book report or having like 10, 20 book reports due every day at any given time. So you're a lot of reading, a lot of writing, a lot of arguing, a lot of emerging and new issues. The assignments are ever changing. There's deadlines every single day. So it's it's very, definitely a high stress job, but it also can be very rewarding. Every now and then, I still get flashbacks about a I case with you tomorrow or something. You know, <laughs> I know. I, well, I'm, I have those flashbacks. And I'm like three o'clock in the morning. I'm awake. I'm like, oh my goodness, I have things to do tomorrow. So yeah, no. <laughs> So, I'm still so, there. Cassidy, what are some of the misconceptions of just the law industry, uh, injury lawyer or wills? What what are some of the myths and misconceptions of the industry? Oh, that's kind of a tough one. Um, well, I think there's okay, so I'm in a lot of lawyers' groups on Facebook, and I think the number one misconception with at least with injury lawyers is that the people on the billboards are the best attorneys in the area. And that's just not the case or the truth. So some of the best attorney and not to knock them, but um, ultimately, because I'm also going to be making a bigger presence here with my advertising soon, but they're the best advertisers, right? But um, ultimately, with injury lawyers, there are great injury lawyers who either are solo practitioners or in small firms or in the very large firm. So just, you know, the number one thing is that a lot of times clients will think, oh, well, you know, this is a smaller firm. Um, maybe they're not the best. And that's just not the case. It's really about the best attorney is the attorney that knows your name and knows your case in and out and has time to devote to you. Even like think about doctors. It's like, you know, if somebody's super busy, they might not be able to give you the individual attention that you need. So really when you're trying to think about like, well, who should I hire as a lawyer? You need to hire someone that has time for you because ultimately that, that lawyer will advocate harder than any other attorney that you might hire down the road. So that's number one. I think that, um, you know, finding somebody that has time to take your case and to speak with you and know your story in and out, how you were before an accident and how you've, you know, changed after an accident, because that if you have a relationship with your client, it really the jury can tell. They can tell if you just met this person right before you walked into the courtroom or if you really connect with this person. So that's number one. The second misconception is that I think a lot of people think that ultimately, if you're a lawyer, that you just automatically have oodles of money. So um, all, all different types of lawyers are different. So depending upon what type of lawyer you are really you know, determines whether or not uh, your income level and how you're doing. So that's another misconception. I think injury lawyers um, tend to be some of the highest paid lawyers because of you know these large settlements that we're procuring for our clients. But that's another big misconception. I'm trying to think about a couple others. Um, I don't know. I might have to. I might have to get back to you on that one. But definitely, I would say those are the two that come to mind up front. 
So Cassidy, let's let's look at the other side of Cassidy, okay? When you're not busy lawyering, running your business, yeah. Um, what do you like to do for fun? So that's a good question. Thank you for asking. I have three girls, so I have a six-year-old. I have Anna. Uh, well, her name's Anastasia. We're Greek, so we say Anastasia. And then I have um, Genevieve, who's three. She'll be four um, in the next week. And then I have Elena, who is one. So when I am not working, I am with my three queens and they they decide what we want to do for the day. So we go to the park. Um, this coming week, we're going to go to Disney. We like to travel. They like to go to the movies. I mean, they, shopping, whatever it is. So I'm usually hanging out with those three. And if I'm not doing that, I'm usually reading. Those are the two things that I do the most. It's like hang out with my kids or I'm reading a book or something. They say moms get it done, right? Yeah. Hey, I try. <laughs> we try. I you know, like you think back to your childhood and you think about like, well, you know, your parents always had like one saying or one thing that they always said to you that kind of stuck with you for the rest of your life. And for my kids, like the one thing that I tell them is like, you know, no matter what, like we don't give up. So that's something that I say to them every day, like do something challenging and no matter what, no matter what it is, if it gets hard, don't give up. So, you know, yeah, moms get it done. I'm with them every day. So moms can juggle a lot. And dads too. That my husband, I have to say, is very, he's wonderful. Mm -hmm. So my husband actually is our um, CFO. So he does all of our billing, our accounting, all of our check writing, all, all of our paying, all, all of our stuff having to do with money. And he's been such a godsend and blessing because I've needed help in building my practice. Mm -hmm. And um, he's actually stepping out and doing uh, or starting a separate venture, which we could talk about later. Mm -hmm. But it's it's um, we're going to be offering hyperbaric oxygen therapy to our area here soon. Mm -hmm. But um, I have to say, I'm very fortunate. I can't just say moms get it done. I have to say dads get it done, too, because I couldn't be here without without him and his support throughout the whole whole journey. So, so the, the, the Lutus, Lutus is getting it done, huh? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, let's. Change gears a little bit. Life often throws its a curveball. Let's talk about a hardship, um, a challenge, life challenge, something that you've been through and you can look back today and say you're better and stronger because of that. Um, what comes to mind? Yeah, well, it actually kind of all plays into each everything all together. It's funny. I was reading something recently and it in this particular, I don't know, it was like an article in a magazine. It was telling me, or the article... The guy that wrote it was talking about how when you do have like a hardship, you have to find your dharma, which it's just basically you have to find meaning in the hardship. There's a reason you're experiencing that hardship. And like one thing that I think really has kind of altered my life is right when I finished law school, I actually got pretty sick um, and I it's been a long journey, but I have chronic Lyme disease which can affect you in many, many different ways. Um, so when I graduated law school, I got really sick and I, and there was like a couple months where like, I couldn't really eat. I couldn't really walk. I couldn't, I couldn't really sleep comfortably. Like um, I was having all kinds of neurological symptoms. I just was not doing well. And thankfully I'm sitting at a wood desk. So knock on wood, like I was able to come out of it back then. Um, and you know, kind of have, had, I was so thankful to have made it out alive of that experience that mm -hmm. 
I've had the past decade now where I've been feeling pretty good. Well, this past mm. year I got sick again. It kind of relapsed a little bit. So it's been a little bit of a hard year, but having that difficult experience this year has helped me realize that in our area and with my clients in particular who are hurting and need help and support that we need to offer more services that can actually help rehabilitate people who are suffering from traumatic brain injuries or other neurological illness, which is why we have, my husband has decided to open up the hyperbaric oxygen therapy. And I plan to offer that to all of my clients who are suffering with traumatic brain injury symptoms, because I do represent a lot of clients with TBIs. And unfortunately, the medicine in treating clients with TBIs, there's not much that you can do other than like cognitive behavioral therapy, physical therapy, giving medications. So the insurance companies, right, don't really want to pay for stuff. So this is something that I plan to offer as a, as a courtesy to my clients. It's because I know how I felt when I was personally affected with a neurological illness. And now, thank God, I've been doing much better. And I know how much better these clients can feel. So that's something that's like a hardship but instead of turning that into something negative, I'm like, you know what? I need to help myself and I need to help others. And this is a good platform, both in his, you know, with his clinic that he's opening and then with my law firm where I deal with people who are hurting every single day. And I want to give them something else for a treatment option other than just medication and cognitive therapy. So, Cassidy, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit here. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I want you to narrow it down to one thing. Yeah. One thing you want our listeners to remember about Lutus Law. Oh, they are put on the spot. Um, if I had to say that there's one thing for you, for my listeners here to remember, is that I will say this, that if you come to my firm and hire me to be your attorney, your injury lawyer, I will promise you that ultimately at the end of the day, no matter what your case is about, that I will be with you from start all the way to finish, and I will build a relationship with you, and I will make sure that at the end of the day, you get the justice you deserve, and that the jury thoroughly understands how you've been negatively impacted by this ac- by in- the accident that you are involved in. So I will say that if I leave listeners with one thing, is that I truly care about my clients, and I treat them like my family. And ultimately, I'd be there with them through every every step of the way. How can our listeners learn more about uh, Lotus Law? Hmm. Well, what we're going to be doing here soon is um, we're going to be developing a YouTube campaign um, where I actually have a couple of videos up right now. But Uh, We're going to be answering a lot of commonly asked questions as it relates to um, injury cases for estate planning questions that we get all the time. And you can follow us on social media. My firm this year is really dedicated to giving back. So um, that's something that we're trying to increase our presence online. And um, we're, you know, hoping that our our clients can see that through our social media and through our, our YouTube videos that you know, we're dedicated to providing not only information, but resources to them. Is there like a website or phone number you'd like to share? 
Yeah. So our website is www.lutoslaw.com. Um, our phone number is 772-617-0811. Um, and you can Google us. We're local in the area. If you Google Lutos Law, we'll pop right up. Our social media, our Instagram is Lutus Law PLLC. So definitely follow us. I think our, our, our YouTube is the same as well. So. Well, Cassidy, I really appreciate having you on the show. I wish you and your business the very best moving forward. Thank you so much, Garfield. I appreciate you allowing me to be here. Um, and I look forward to speaking with you again soon. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Port St. Lucie. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnpportstlucie.com. That's gnpportstlucie.com. Or call 772-362-3840.